podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. My brother-in-law died suddenly, and now my sister and her kids have to sell their home. That's why I told my husband we could not put off getting life insurance any longer. An agent offered us a 10-year, $500,000 policy for nearly $50 a month. Then we called SelectQuote. SelectQuote found us identical coverage for only $19 a month, a savings of $369 a year. Whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, SelectQuote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance. For your free quote, go to SelectQuote.com. SelectQuote.com. That's SelectQuote.com. SelectQuote. We shop. You save. Full details on example policies at SelectQuote.com slash commercials. Hello and welcome to Pardew's Hot Pants, the nostalgia spin-off from the FYP podcast. And it's our first episode uh, of the new season. And this one is going to be a hair-raising episode as we are going to be looking back at the best and worst Crystal Palace haircuts. And to do that... I've got two men, I must say, with fantastic hair as I watch them now on Zoom. It's uh, Richard Foster. How are you? Yeah, very good, thanks. I actually had my hair cut at the weekend, especially for this episode. So that's the sort of, you know, I'm really pushing the limits here. I'm, I'm going out and I'm doing all the stuff. So this is a new haircut, that. That is the sort of commitment to podcasting that you just will not get with any other podcast. Typical Palace. Typical Palace. <laughs> Typical Richard Foster is what I would say. Um, and of course, I mean, a man who, when I first met him, I was struck by how amazing his hair is. And it hasn't changed a bit. It's the one and only Jesse Boyce. How, what is your secret? I don't know what you're talking about, JD. I, <laughs> I, I, uh, it's a bit shorter and a bit less surf dude than it was when I first met you. A bit more respectable now. Um, surf dad now surf dad yes i think you know you've got a lot of experience in the uh in the grooming industry (laughs) i thought that might come up careful (laughs) well all i'll say is sorry (laughs) just just male grooming just male grooming again that that still sounds that still sounds bad um I, i i i'm well known for my my hair and you know some people may have spotted me in posters on the tube at some point. All I'll say oh, really? is now, technic- posters are those, Jim? technically a male model now is Ooh, all, is all I, I would say to that. So, um, yes, all I say is it, it does, it does work. Um, now on this mini series, we love nostalgia and someone else who does is this week's sponsor, Matthew J.I. Wood. Matthew is a Sheffield based graphic designer and palace fan who creates beautiful football prints, including grounds past and present and bespoke Sabutio style 11s. For example, the palace range includes designs of each of the Soho stands as well as Sabutio lineups of the 1990 cup final team and the 2013 playoff winning team. Or alternatively, you can create your own all time 11. Prints are in A3 and A2 with framing and stretch canvases available and can be sent worldwide. Plus, Matthew is offering a special discount for FYP listeners. Just use the code FYP20, that's letters FYP and the numbers 20, at the checkout for 20% off prints and canvases until October the 31st, 2020. To have a look at his fantastic range of prints, visit MatthewJRWood.com or follow him on Twitter at MatthewJIWood. 
And I have to say as well that personally, I do have two of Matthew's prints at home in my living room, and they are superb. And that's one of the reasons that I did reach out to him um, to support the pod uh, this week. So definitely do check out his stuff. Right, let, let, what we're going to do with this uh, episode is we're going to, as we have been doing with previous episodes, and it's the first one we've done since... Um, Project Restart sort of came back really, Richard, actually, isn't it? Because we, we yeah. stopped doing them because football got a bit crazy for a few weeks. Mm. Um, we're going to do Hair 11 on this one. Just really quickly, because I haven't really spoken to you guys on the pod since Project uh, Restart happened and then the Premier League's come back. Um, <laughs> how much have you missed doing these episodes, Richard? Well, it's a big hole in my life, Jim. Um, and I cry myself to sleep every night. I don't know about you, but... Um... I'm glad they're back. I, I, did you say this is the ninth one we've done? Mm, this is number nine. Wow, that went quickly, didn't it? Um, well, I'm looking forward to getting into double figures very soon. Good stuff. Good. And Jesse, I mean, Palace could well be points-wise double figures very soon, having won the first two games of the season. I would say, you know, we stopped doing these in, in during Project Restart and Palace's form fell off a cliff. Now we've announced we're bringing them back. Palace seem to have refound their form. So there's got to be a correlation there. Yeah, so if we lose against Everton, you know what they're going to blame. We're going to have to, we're going to have, <laughs> we're going to have to have another hiatus. But yeah, a remarkable change in fortunes since our since our last one of these. Um, so you know the sort of um, output from the squad and the and the results we're getting is almost unrecognisable, especially early in the season. We never seem to have a great start like this. So long may it continue. Fingers crossed. Well, here's your, here's your nugget early. New is coming. New is It's the first time in top flight history that we won our first two games. Wow, really? T- I knew it was Premier League top flight. Top I think flight it, I'm well. making that top flight bit up, but I'm just throwing it, it, it probably in is, isn't it? I yeah. think it's got to yeah, be. Yeah, it's got to be. We only had about seven or eight seasons before, so yeah, I'm throwing it in Premier League. Definitely top flight. I'm I'm going on a wing. And See, a that's what happens when you sign your players before deadline day. Yeah, amazing, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and first time, Richard, we've gone to Old Trafford and won twice on the bounce, of course. Previously, a place we'd had no luck whatsoever, now twice in two seasons. Yeah, and, you know, so fully deserved as well. I mean, apart from Gary Neville, I, I, I quite enjoyed He was almost in tears at how bad Man United were. <laughs> and he obviously got very upset by the penalty, which obviously was a bit dubious, and the retake. But... To give him his credit, he said that we fully deserved it. And I think you'd have to be a bit one-eyed to think we didn't deserve it because, you know, we had nearly all the... The first 20 minutes, I cannot remember us playing that well. And do you remember the stat that they came up with that we are second on the list in terms of wins at top six clubs since our return, I think it is. Mm. So it's only Man City who've beaten more top six clubs away than us. And I think I, by only one, I think. Well, it yeah, was two before the game. Now, yeah, now it's two, only one. Now it's gone up to, yeah, I think we've done it nine times a week. And yeah. they, I think they're yeah, on, they're on ten. ten. It's yeah. not bad, is it? It's not a, do you know what? It's not a bad um, record at all for the last seven seasons in the Premier League. And Palace continue to give us these little nuggets, as you were, Richard, of, yes. of just these fantastic little games to, to remember. So anyway, look, speaking of memorable Palace-related things, um, and this... I mean, this is certainly a subject that I, I'm very heavily invested in. It's Hair 11, which was suggested to us by one of our listeners and patrons, Jacqueline Hart, um, who uh, messaged us and said, Loving the Hot Pants pods. How about a mullet 11 most interesting haircut 
slash appearance pod. Uh, the idea got triggered when, when you and the guys in the pod were talking about your FIP Fantasy League. I had a friend and female novice fan who won their league by picking the players with the cutest rear ends. Um, I guess they run fastest, she says, question mark. Um, either way, it got me thinking about player physical appearances and thought it might be something fun for when the football will inevitably get too painful to talk about sometime next season. Well, do you know what, Jacqueline? The football isn't painful at the moment, but this is such an excellent theme. We've decided to delve straight into it. Now, lads, I asked you to pick your 11 Palace players based on hair. But what we didn't really do, Jesse, was we didn't quite stipulate good or bad. So have you gone for good or bad in your team? I've definitely gone more for a squad than a team. It's just a, it's a bit <laughs> it's a bit all over the place. Um, I think memorable would be the key word that links them all together. Um, but I, I don't think we've been blessed with the outrageous haircuts you might see across the football spectrum. There is, there's no Tariq Bay West like mm-hmm. uh, madness. Um, I think Reader World's the closest we get to a Valderrama <laughs> in the in in that kind of sort of context. So, looking through lists of old players and racking my memory, there's a lot of, there's a lot of conservative haircuts out there. There's a lot of people sporting the sort of Dave Madden, John Humphrey kind of uh, <laughs> short back and sides. There's a lot of that going on. So, had to dig a bit deep to uh, put something together here. I'm trying to think of a nickname for Gyro. Readorama? Readorama? Does that work? No, maybe not. I'll I'll come back to you on that. Um, Okay, let's start with goal. We'll we'll do goalkeeper, defence, midfield, forward. and As before, we'll try and work out an 11 and a formation. But Richard, let's hear who your candidates were for goalkeeper. Well, I I mean, it's got to really be Jules because of the transformation of his haircut. (laughs) And I very clearly remember going to a friendly uh, away at QPR and I actually stupidly took my whole family, including uh, my middle daughter, who actually faced the other way and read a book during the game, which sometimes is a good idea. Anyway, um, <laughs> Julian had that ponytail oh, thing. Yeah. And there was a chant. I don't know if you remember this mm-hmm, chant. I do. But there was a chant that was struck up. Unfortunately, my kids picked up on it immediately. It was along the lines of, Speroni, whoa, he's got an expletive haircut. He's going to keep yep. us up. Sparrow, that one. Uh, and quite frankly, it was a disastrous haircut. <laughs> I mean, okay, he'd come from Dundee and he was obviously a bit confused. But don't don't come with a ponytail, Julian, really. And then, obviously, he had a very normal haircut and he went to, you know, Jess's military, you know, Dave Madden, <laughs> quite sensible, nothing too much going on. But it will always remain as an abiding memory of Jules is that, initial ponytail stuff which was just so wrong but in a way because he's a club legend he could wear a ridiculous mask and he'd get away with it <laughs> yeah, well, the thing is I mean I've got Speroni as my goalkeeper as well for the exact same reasons I think you're right it's the transformation from just hmm. just a, a horrendous ponytail I mean the problem is it's post I want to say sort of 90 98 99 when Roberto Baggio's career started to to on the wane a bit, yeah. you post Baggio, no one you just can't do a ponytail. That was the greatest ponytail that will ever. I mean, he was literally called the Divine Ponytail by Italians. Yeah. So I think anyone attempting a ponytail since then is obviously going to come on under fire. Um, Jesse, what are your thoughts on Speroni, and, and was he your goalkeeper? Hundred percent. I think 
he is the opposite of Samson. When he cut his hair, he got stronger. <laughs> and uh, and uh, we, he never looked back, and neither did we. And we took him to our hearts at the next level. I think uh, you kind of have to remember that he, his iconic mistake, being robbed by Kevin Campbell, was sporting the ponytail, and he just didn't look like a top-flight keeper. His height always went against him, just in other people's perceptions. And the ponytail just doubled up on that. So he just looked like a naive fish out of water as our keeper getting promoted that year. So he only, he only went, went up and further beyond anyone's, spectac- anyone's expectations once he sorted out his, his dodgy 90s haircut. Yes, it was it was very nineties. And you're absolutely right, he is the reverse Samson because he just he trans it was almost overnight. I can imagine him getting to training the next day and everyone going, Something different about you today, Julian. <laughs> and then he just got back into was it Peter Taylor's team? I can't remember at the time and, and the rest is history. So there you go. I think we're unanimous. On were there any other candidates for goalkeeper? I can't really remember many haircuts of other goalkeepers no. that stand out. Can can you, Jesse? I've got a little aside here, but I don't want to mention too many players' names. But I've got a kind of offshoot peroxide fiver side. <laughs> got a fiver side. We've got to have an offshoot peroxide fiver side. Offshoot, yeah, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> got peroxide fiver side, uh, and I think we all know who that keeper might be. Is it our current goalkeeper by any chance? It is. It is. And there's, if you think about it, there's at least five or six other players that are guilty of this yes. horrendous mistake. I've got two um, in mind already, which I'm, when we get to those positions, we'll see if they're in your team. But um, mm. Should we do the peroxide five-a-side at the end? Okay, let's do it at the end. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Good idea. Well, no, there's yeah. no peroxide players in my 11, so I'm assuming they won't, hopefully won't feature. Um, one of them is a player that I've got to know quite well who I stupidly showed a photo of me with peroxide hair and now he whenever I bring up whenever I bring up his peroxide he brings up mine so we're, we're, we're even can we see that on social media please Jim? it's already on there it's on there I'll, I'll link it? you to it it's on it's on my please. Instagram already I think that's got to go in the Twitter thread along with this pod agreed yep. okay well maybe I can be on the bench for the peroxide five aside <laughs> um, okay so that's our goalkeeper shut up baby let me see where you coming from shut up baby let me see. Hey, my brother-in-law died suddenly, and now my sister and her kids have to sell their home. That's why I told my husband we could not put off getting life insurance any longer. An agent offered us a 10-year, $500,000 policy for nearly $50 a month. Then we called SelectQuote. SelectQuote found us identical coverage for only $19 a month. A savings of $369 a year. Whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, Select Quote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance. For your free quote, go to SelectQuote.com. SelectQuote.com. That's SelectQuote.com. Select Quote. We shop, you save. Full details on example policies at SelectQuote.com slash commercials. Defenders. Jesse, who have you got for Defenders? Well... It's got to be Danny Butterfield and his, uh, his, his crazy Oasis Britpop sort of thatched yeah. roof that yeah. he sported for a little while. Um, I think there's a, little, there's a little theme there, though, isn't there? There's sort of Matt Lawrence. Yeah. Um, and then I don't really want to 
spoil the, the sort of dairy mullet that I'm sure will feature it somewhere in there. So, yeah, there's a bit of a Britpop trio there of Butterfield, Lawrence, um, and Derry. So, um, what would you make of that? Uh, yeah, but the Butterfield yeah. mod, it's sort of mod Britpop haircut. I'd, um, I'd, it wasn't in my team, I completely forgotten about it. But the thing about that, that haircut, Richard, is not only was it obviously very Britpop, he stuck with it for quite a while. Quite a long time. Oh, yeah, no. I mean, Britpop was well and truly over, and he was still talking that haircut. <laughs> it's, a bit like, yeah, it's a bit like, you know, uh, being in the sort of late 70s and still having a mop top like the Beatles go, the Beatles are over. You know, it finished about 72, it's gone. But, um, yeah, but you could imagine those three actually in the band, the Britpop band. I don't know, you know, the Eagles, Britpop. Um, and Butterfield, he had the same haircut when he scored that incredible hat trick, didn't he? Yeah. He, he, yeah. he did not change yeah. one iota. I mean, we talk about jewels changing dramatically. Danny, not <laughs> interested. I'm just going to keep this. This is my hair, and you can all sod off. I've got a yes. memory. I've got a weird memory, and I might have made this up, though. I think they were in a band together. I feel like we asked Sean that when he came on the podcast, and he confirmed it. I may have made that up. I'm going to text him and find out, but... If they were in a band oh, together, that, that's amazing. To Daily. Oh, I'm just going to text Sean, <laughs> my mate. <laughs> yeah, he won't reply. He'll be like, "Who, who is no, this guy?" It's text me about music, about being in a band. Um, but anyway, um, okay. So, Richard, who else have you got in your in your defence? Well, I've gone a little bit further back. You see, because I, I I am a bit older than you guys, so I remember things like this. Um, and I've got I've gone similarly. I've got three players who had a similar idea. <laughs> which was also a really shit idea, <laughs> the perm. Here we go. Great. So, Paul Hinchwood, who was commonly known as Doris, yeah. he suddenly, I mean, he was just a straight, you know, fullback, pretty down, suddenly went perm. Weird. Mm. Billy Gilbert, hard man, one of the hardest players I've ever seen at Palace, centre-back, went for a perm. <laughs> I mean, come on. You can't be a hard man with a perm. <laughs> You might be okay in Miami Vice, but you cannot do it at Selhurst. And then, strangely, the third member of this triumvirate, Jim Cannon, went slight permy once. Did he? You know, and he was a, you know, he's our single record appearances. He was a hard Scottish, you know, made from granite. And he went slightly permy because I think he thought, oh, Billy's perm, I'll go perm. You don't remember Jim's case. You well, look at your face. You look no. I, I if, if, before my time. Before my time. But I do remember on the excellent BT documentary, which team the eighties. Team in the eighties. Um, they do talk about that. They t- some of the players, and I think they do have Hinshelwood and Cannon on there, both talking about the time when they all decided to get perms. So it was it was literally a moment okay, I think where yeah. one of them maybe got a perm and or or had a friend in a barber and said oh we should do this and then they all got perms and so it was it was a bit of an overnight moment but you, you you're right it's very strange for these hard men footballers that we look back on and think of as just completely uncompromising um stepping yeah, out onto the hallowed did, turf in a perm did Gary O'Reilly kept, uh, count as a member of the perm club was he just naturally a bit curly I think it was more natural mm. his, actually. I don't, and also, yeah, I don't think he permed it, actually. I think it was just, you know, his naturally curly locks. <laughs> he was just one of the lucky ones. Well, look, I think we should definitely put one of the perm trio into our back four. Um, yeah, who had who had the peak perm out of those three? 
I'd say Gilbert, actually, strangely. Okay. Uh, Billy Gilbert. And is he a centre-back, yeah. is he? Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, let's put Gilbert alongside. Nails. Alongside Butterfield. <laughs> Can I offer you another suggestion for centre-back? And it's a much more recent player who I can't imagine having a perm, but it would be amazing. Um, and that's Mamadou Sacco, who yeah, does call. seem to uh, rotate his hairstyles almost match by match. Um, mm. And it will be all sorts of weird gradients and designs mixed in there, a little bit of yellow at some point. Um, and I actually think they're quite impressive. I'm, I'm actually a big fan of them. But if we're talking about someone who likes to change his hair a lot uh, and is a bit of an iconic player, as he, as he is already for Palace... I would say Mamadou Sacco has to be in there. And um, certainly if we need some more modern uh, current footballers, uh, I think Sacco's hair trend, I mean, to be honest, he's barely played recently. Uh, I think his hair has sort of seen more action than, than he has uh, in the last couple of years. But I don't know what you guys think about putting Mamadou in the team. Uh, I, I, yeah, and I go for that, actually, because his hair sort of reflects the way he plays football. Um it's quite flashy. It can be very good or, alternatively, it can be very bad. But fair credit to him. He'd been out for quite a long time and he was really good at Old Trafford. I mean, he was solid. He didn't do any sort of back flicks in the six-yard area. And, he, yeah, he, but as you say, it does seem to change. He just has it every week. It's slightly different. Um and that's maybe why he needs injuries because he needs to go and have his hair done. Maybe and you know get it absolutely right. But no, very strong candidate, Jim. Good call, Jesse. What do you I, think, Jesse? Yeah, well, he's just got a unique uh, kind of hairstyle, hasn't he? He's got to go in. He's, that's the that's the most exotic it gets. Mm. Most sort of intricate. Um, I think we're lacking a few more of those in our history. But I also <laughs> a, little, a little aside. I think he technically qualifies for the peroxide five aside because of the blonde strip. <laughs> Possibly. Ooh. But it's not always there. It's not a nah. it's not a constant. No, nah, true. True. And he is I think he's the only footballer I've ever seen that has like the world's tiniest mohawk. Because it technically is a bit of a mohawk and then it but it's very small. Yeah, I mean that guy Vidal across oh, he has similar but a bit bigger, doesn't he? He has just like a strip yeah. down the middle of his head. Yeah. He looks like he's um He's like a motorway, so this is the barrier in the middle, <laughs> yeah. and then he's got the other bits either side. But um, yeah, it's, that's similar to Sacco's, isn't it? Can I can I offer you a slightly left field, maybe in place of Sacco? You know, if we're doing centre backs or whatever, I know, still working out our formation. And this is a player going back to the nineties, someone that I really idolised, and it's not really his hair, so this might negate him from the team, but it's what he wore around his hair that he became absolutely iconic for, and that's the one mm. and only Eric. Ninja Young and the famous headband. Mm. Jesse, I don't know how you feel about sort of outside paraphernalia coming into the hair, or should we just be keeping <laughs> it pure hair 11? Big, big fan of tenuous links. Um, <laughs> similarly, we, it goes without saying, the manager of this team is Phil Barber. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> oh, very good. <laughs> player manager. Let's call him player manager. Mm. Um, but yeah, I think... Ninja qualifies because because of his headgear, with a you know a, even more accessorising with his the Vaseline eyebrows. <laughs> Vaseline on the eyebrows was a very very nineties thing. You don't see it anymore. <laughs> no, it's a dying art. It's lost, lost to the mist of time. Uh, right. Okay. So, um, if we put Sacco and Young in, oh, we've got we've now got a sort of 
We've got a back four that's heavily centre backs. I mean, Tony Pulis would love this back four because it basically is all centre backs. <laughs> but um, are there any other defenders from either of you that are on yours on the list that might need consideration? Jesse, you got no. I, I did have oh. Eric Young as well, so I'm I'm, yeah, I'm pretty happy with any of those. I've got I've got one, but this this player also had. Uh, we're also known for being a kind of bit of a defensive midfielder or centre back, um, bit left field. But Paul Warhurst, Paul mm. Warhurst, another, another, I would say, file under Britpop hair again. Mm. Terrible yeah. haircut, terrible haircut. If you look, if you Google him, he looks quite nice and tidy in his Blackburn years. Like, he looked like a Premier League title winner. Uh, he looked, he looked the part. He was, you know, he was focused. But he came to us and let it all go, just turned into a scruff. And um, just sort of had this sort of weird little fringe with a bit of a mullet back at the back. Let himself go, basically, as soon as, we, he, came, <laughs> as, soon as he came south. Yeah. Um, but it was quite a unique haircut if you look at it in context of the average Palace player's haircut. I'm actually going to actually Google Paul Warhurst Palace to, to remind myself. Yeah, and when you see a picture of him in his Blackburn kit next to it, it's... Stark. <laughs> it's it's absolutely awful. It's like his mum. It's like his mum's cut his hair. Yeah, <laughs> it's the pudding it's, bowl. It's the pudding bowl. Oh, I think this has to go in. This is. It's absolutely horrendous. It's, it's, it looks it's, like he plays. Looks like a school school team photo. Yeah, it does. <laughs> oh, it's horrendous. It's funny because actually. Uh, when he's moving about the pitch, it's just sort of flowing a bit. These sort of action photos, and it doesn't look too bad. But with the squad, the squad photo in particular is awful. It looks, it looks really, really bad. I think he's got to go in. Yeah. It's not. It's not a Palace player's haircut. It's. It's not. <laughs> um, I don't know where we put him in though. Where, where does he go? Maybe. Oh, maybe he goes. In. You could play three at the back and then have wing backs. You know that sort of crazy idea. Yeah. Put one of these centre backs on the bench. He did. He yeah. played up front for us for a bit, didn't he? he played well? all over the place. He, he did play defender as well. Yeah, hmm. I found it hard to settle on his position. Mate. But what, hmm. I, what I've noticed with the, as we're about to finish the defence, why don't left backs ever have strange haircuts? I can't think of any left backs with the strange. I can haircut. think of a, a left back who might qualify for the peroxide five aside. Same. Um, okay, well, we'll keep that mm, for the peroxide. But in terms still. of actually crazy haircuts, no, I can't. Can't think of many. So if any of our maybe it's something that left backs just don't do it. You know, they just concentrate on playing football. If any of our listeners have got any suggestions, you, yeah, I know who you're thinking yeah. of for the peroxide. The, oh, the only yeah. other player that I had in, in, in my uh, in my team is um, someone that can play left back, or there's more of a right back. And I've picked him not really for his crazy haircut again, because I wasn't sure what the parameters were here, but more because he's had the most consistent haircut of any Palace player, I think of the last 20 years. Um, and that's Joel Ward, who's, I don't think his haircut has ever changed. I don't know if that qualifies him for this team, but I just thought it was worth mentioning because like him, his haircut has been unbelievably reliable for Palace since he joined. Mm. <laughs> yeah, he has been Mr. Consistent um, in his haircut and on the pitch, as you say. And maybe as he's, um, he is a man of God, isn't he? So maybe that's coming straight from the big man upstairs. Keep it simple. Just yeah. keep it simple. Oh, maybe he doesn't. Maybe he's not iconic enough, as Jesse said earlier. I think that's a good way of describing his haircut. It doesn't stand out as a haircut that you go when you walk along the street. Go, oh my god, have you seen that haircut? <laughs> oh my god, that's Joel Ward. <laughs> yeah, it's incredible. That's a Joel Ward. You don't really get that. Okay, so do you know what we're going to do? Right, we got we got Speroni as our goalkeeper. That's settled. We're going to have a back three 
Oh, and by the way, what a back three this would be of Billy Gilbert, Mamadou Sacco, and Eric Young. And then we've got Butterfield and Warhurst, and we'll try and place them in somewhere else. Yeah, okay, that's good. In that that. that case, uh, I think we should move on to midfield. Stand up, baby! Let me see where you're coming from. Stand up, baby! Let me see. Hey! Good God! It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at penfed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. So, we've given ourselves three at the back. So, I'm guessing we're looking at at least a four-man midfield, I'd imagine. Maybe five. We'll mm-hmm. see what we've got. Um, I've got a few suggestions. Mine are mostly mid- central midfielders and attacking midfielders. But, um, Richard, okay. who, have, who have you got? Well, you see, I've gone quite attacking. So, I've, I've, I've sort of almost got... I'm laden with wingers. Okay. So, I've got Don Rogers, for example. Oh. Again, yeah. before your time. Yeah. but. It wasn't so much the hair, it was the Mexican bandito moustache. Because mm. he looks like he comes from Mexico. He came from Swindon, which, <laughs> when I last looked on the map, is nowhere near bloody Mexico. <laughs> but he played like a Mexican bandit because he was really good. Mm. And, you know, as I pointed out in a piece I did for the website, he scored two goals against Man United when we beat them 5 0 back in 1972. And he had this amazing. It was an amazing tash. You didn't get tashes like that in those days. And he, he just came across as a really um, exotic player. And to be exotic coming from Swindon is quite an achievement because it's known for its magic roundabout. And that's about it, I think, isn't it? I mean, I don't know what else goes on in Swindon. No, for me, for me, Swindon is only ever known for Don Rogers. So um, yeah. it's it's a great shout. You're right. The, the hair, maybe not so, but with the, the amazing combo. But it's the it's the whole kit. Oh. You know, it's, it's. I think you've got to have facial hair a little bit. In but what there, was his position you? a bit? I mean, back then, was it like it was more inside a right or something? Well, I don't yeah, know, I don't know. something like that. You know, the old um, classic two three five mm. um so yeah he would definitely be in there for me as as a tash con- contributor okay maybe we should do a tash 11 maybe that's a that's Ooh. a theme for another Ooh. another podcast <laughs> um any central midfielders richard anyone more defensive you know what i i, I mean i've got one and i know he's probably going to be in the peroxide five aside is he french by any chance no uh he's not oh who is it Sasa Churchich. Oh, of course. The madman. Oh, Sasa. Oh, yeah. Sasa. I mean, his madness was reflected in his hair. He oh, was absolutely Sasa. bonkers. And he just did that thing. And then he did that famous, you know, uh, protest mm. about, you know, the, the, the NATO. The yeah. Yeah. So are we, are we saying Which, the peroxide pro- pro- fiber side, are we, are we saying players in our hair 11 cannot, cannot feature if they're in the peroxide fiber side? Because, I mean, Sasa... I've completely forgotten about him, but he would definitely be in there. But are we saying they're separate teams, Jesse? I think we can do it. I think we've got, I've got Churchich and definitely down for the Proxide Five side. Okay. Well, also, yeah. bonus for the Elastic Band goatee. Yes. 
Yes. yes. I went down to the training ground <laughs> that season when I was about, I was been 14, 15, and met some of the players. And I met Matt Janssen, which was like obviously a big, like, big moment for me. Met Lombardo, and I got a great photo where he's trying, signing something for me, and the pen runs out, and he's handing me my pen. And we, we were like we were like an old married couple having an argument. It's a great photo. Um, but I met Sasser. He wasn't even training. He'd come down just to meet the fans. And he this was peak Sasser, peroxide hair, peroxide goatee, as Jesse says, grown so long he had an elastic band or you know, a little sort of hair band tying it around. Incredible look that no one has ever done since um, for obvious reasons. But he was incredibly nice that day and I think was there longer than any other player. I was really struck by what a nice personality Sasser was that day and that's always stayed with me despite the haircuts. Um, so who else then, Jesse? If we're saving our peroxide players... Who else qualifies? I did also omit um, another defender, sorry, Rudy Hedman, who I always thought maybe he had a bit of a high top. And I, was, I was looking for pictures of him, but he didn't. He did have a bit of a, a sort of high top, but it was just because he was completely shaved around the sides. With a, Grace with a, James. Like. Yeah, it was very Grace James-like, and it looked like it had been done in a rush. Right. <laughs> uh, so I found a great picture. So he needs to go on the bench, maybe, because I know we've gone through the defenders now. Okay. But um, definitely unique Palace haircut that I think we shouldn't overlook. Fine. Um, yeah. uh, but back to the midfielders, it's got to be Derry in his mullet. And he told the story, didn't he? he, he to, to you, Jim, on the pod when yeah. he came on. They did it. He lost a bet and he had to get married with it. Yeah. Well, oh oh, maybe this is what really? I was thinking about earlier. It was him, oh. AJ, and, De- and Butterfield or something, and they all had a bet. That whoever lost it had to grow out their hair as long as possible. Uh, and then I think his wedding happened to come up as well. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah. He's got to go in. I, I think mean, you're right. I think you're right. Yeah. Can we find the wedding picture? We need to find his wedding picture. That would be incredible. Okay. We'll, we'll try and dig out the wedding. I think you're right. I think because I've got another mulleted Palace midfielder as well that isn't Sean Derry, um, which is Jerry Francis. Who, when we're yes, talking, of course, if yeah. we're talking about commitment to a haircut, he's had the mullet for about sixty years or something reduced. <laughs> I think he still works at Spurs now, and I think he's still got the mullet. Um, so that obviously, I think, is at least benchworthy. But I think Derry's wedding story probably trumps it, Richard, doesn't it? Yeah, I think you've got to go <clears throat> with any wedding story where you've made an absolute cock up on your hair. I'll tell you my quick wedding story is. Uh, for my sort of stag do stroke football tour, I went to Portugal just before I got married. And unfortunately we upset some of the locals just by being a bit rowdy. And we, we actually got attacked outside a nightclub and I got smashed over the back of the head with a wooden crate oh God. and had to get carted to hospital and they had to put stitches in my head. So they shaved the back of my head. This was two weeks before my oh wedding. My so God. when I was at the front of the church, my father-in-law just turned around and went, what has he got on the back of his head? You know, he was a Scottish farmer and he just said, I said, Richmond, you really don't want to know. Let's move on. And that was it. Wow. So hair and weddings is very important. Not, that is nowhere near where I thought that story was going to go. But I, no, but no, I enjoyed it. That, that was excellent. Yeah. Okay. All right. Look, Derry's going in into our midfield. Um, I've got Butterfield down as sort of a right wing back at the moment, possibly. So maybe I think that's stays good. You got it because you then you got the Derry Butterfield Britpop bit as well. So that connects. The problem is nicely. we are running out of positions because I've got. Oh, let me give you my three other midfielders, and then you can see if they ma- match up with any of you guys and where they they tally. One's already been mentioned, and he's a central midfielder, and he's current, and that is Jairo Riedewald, who yeah. uh, I think we can all agree has has an excellent excellent haircut. Um, mm. 
So he could slot in midfield alongside Sean Derry. And then I've got two wingers. And I really think we need to find space for these guys. One of them, of course, the most iconic haircut, probably, of any Crystal Palace player ever. And it's a man that didn't even have much hair. And that's Attilio mm-hmm. Lombardo. And I think when people would have seen the Hair 11 on their podcast app come up, I think that's probably the first name they'd think of, <laughs> Attilio Lombardo. I mean, the guy, again, we've got a lot of players in this 11 who have committed to a haircut and stuck with it. And Lombardo, even in the 90s, could have easily shaved off the monk side yeah, side bits and back bit, but stuck with it. And thankfully was also a very, very good footballer. So that fused with 90s nostalgia and the random haircut just made his whole look so iconic. And then he joined Palace, Richard, and he literally, literally became a bald eagle, which just added <laughs> to the mystique of this man. I mean, I think it's it's got to be the most iconic Palace haircut ever. It has. In fact, I've got a T-shirt with him on the sort of back of a scooter. I mean, it's a cartoon, but I mean... It's one of those people. As soon as, you don't need to see his eyes, you could if you just showed <laughs> the top of his head, you go, "That's Lombardo." <laughs> yeah, and it's so characteristic. And as you say, he was no compromise. He, I'm going to stick with this, whatever I look like. And as you say, he does look a bit like a Benedictine monk. I don't know how that goes in Italy generally, but he a fabulous player. You know, remember when he scored that goal uh, in the first game at Goodison, funnily enough, uh, in that 98 season? 98. And he... The way he used to play is actually... I think he was actually helped by his haircut because there was no friction. Um, He could go a lot quicker. Aerodynamic. And he also scored an amazing goal against Leeds, I remember, away as well. And he just went... And I think that was possibly down to the fact he didn't have too much apart from the little side bits. So, you know, he was he's built for speed, great player, <laughs> love him to bits. I think he has to be the captain mm. of this team, without a doubt, because he is the man. Captain of the Hair 11, Jesse? I think Lombardo's got to go in. He did obviously come to mind very early on. I mean, much like to the team when he came to Palace, he offers something different to the... Hair eleven, <laughs> um, who is he's looking quite hairy at the moment. Yeah. So yeah, I think Lombardo is definitely a shoe in and a big contender for captain. I, I've, uh, I actually had a few of the others you've put down. I thought Joe Francis because that it must have all started with us all QPR that horrific mound of hair on the back of his head. Don Rogers also all had down. Also had down. We've spoken about Derry. Spoken about Churchill, you'll come back to the peroxide, five aside. Uh, Paul, Paul Warhurst could slot into midfield if he needs to. Oh, yeah. Um, and the only other one, I did think Reader World as well, just because he offers something, again, something different. The only other one I thought, bit of a left field one, was Johnny Williams, because his hair's <laughs> never looked good. It's never looked good. It's always been, it's sometimes a bit Bojo, sometimes a bit Aaron Wilbraham, sometimes his hair and his beard different colours. Yeah. Um, I think he's always been up against it um, in the hair department and um, <laughs> just thought he might be a good contender for the bench. Well, he uh, that's a great shout. He, unlike Lombardo, though, has shaved it all off recently and just, just caved in um, to yeah, his I hair think it was about time. I think he was losing his hair about sort of 18, 19 when he broke into the team. Uh, it was very much a sort of losing battle for him. But yeah, Richard, what do you think about Johnny Esther? Because... Yeah, he's, he's so, when I think about him, I actually think about his hair more than his footballing career, I think. 
Yeah, and I think his hair sort of summed up his football career because it was a bit messy, a bit all over the place. It looked like it was about to get injured. And guess what? <laughs> he used to get injured. Um, I don't know. You know, I'm not... Um, not an expert on Welsh people, but is that a Welsh <laughs> thing that they can't get the hair cut properly? Uh, wow, know, okay. But, um, well, we've lost our Welsh Gareth listeners. Gareth Bale's hair's not good. For a man no, who earns, you know, zillions a second, get a bloody hair. Joe Ledley had, good, Joe Ledley hair, had good hair, didn't he? Oh, he did. And he had a very good Wayne's bit. I mean, got we, okay hair as well. That's about the only good thing about <laughs> him. Oh, sorry, Wayne, sorry. Um... Yeah, beard, tash, 11. I can see it already building. I can see yes. it already building because this is different yeah. to the hair. Facial hair, but, 11. Um, going slightly off. Yeah, no, I, Johnny Williams, I think he'd be on the bench, though, because mm. there's nothing unusual about his haircut. It's just he should put a comb through it now and again. Okay, so um, I think that's fair to put him on the bench. And I think if we're going to do facial hair, 11, I'm going to make an executive decision. I think Don Rogers gets transferred to the facial hair, 11. Okay. Um, from yeah, our enough. from yeah. our hair eleven, one more attacking midfielder winger. Uh, that actually, if we're talking about hair transformations, this guy has absolutely nailed it, and he currently plays for us. And that's Andros Townsend. If we're talking <laughs> yes. about comebacks in football, it's up there with Chris Ball because <laughs> his hair. Yeah, I mean, it was thinning from the moment he sort of broke into the Spurs team, made his England debut, scored, but he obviously had a hair transplant, and it's just. I mean, it's luscious, It's it's got body, it's superb. Um, I think it's almost worthy of a place um, in our in our hair 11. Maybe in the front three, I don't know. I'm still working out this midfield. But what do you think, Jesse, about getting Andros in there? I, he did come up in a few searches I was doing, and there is some amazing before and after shots out there <laughs> yeah. that you can find. And I don't know if he's ever truly owned up to it, um, which I think just gives it even more mystique. <laughs> Um, so there's, uh, I think other people have started to cotton onto it now. People who aren't Palace fans start have started to realise that he's been through his remarkable. Um, so yeah, I think Andros is definitely again offering something a bit different to the others. The thing is, Richard, we've got to work out our, our formation now because we've got um, we've got quite a few central midfielders. We could have Derry. We could have we could have the Mullet brothers in there, mm-hmm. uh, Francis and Derry. Gyro is pushing for a place as well. But then we've got to work out who's going to play wing backs. The only wing back contenders I can see at the moment are Butterfield and possibly Lombardo who I think had the legs and the stamina to play wing back do we are we okay with putting Lombardo at potentially left wing back well I don't know why not I mean he was a very versatile player I think he was a good player so I think yeah I mean let's be a little bit more fluid let's be Dutch about this total (laughs) football you should be able to play wherever you sit in the fluid Mm. Uh, nature so yeah i think yeah let's play we, we are we left. are creeping into garth crook's team of the week um territory by putting lombard at left oh. wing back but you know what whatever it's our podcast we can do that that leaves us then uh guys with one spot in central midfield alongside Derry, and i think it's either gyro rogers or paul warhurst so if you guys richard had to pick up one mm. of those three who do you go for well, I think we, we've transferred Rogers to the facial hair. Oh, sorry, I'm sorry, so he's sorry, Gyro. I'm sorry, I meant Gyro Warhurst or Francis. I would go Jerry Francis. I hadn't even thought about him, but as you say, his the fact that he's still doing that and he's got to be over sixty is such a commitment to a really shaggy, awful haircut. <laughs> I think he's got to go in. Uh, Jesse, if you could pick one between Warhurst, Francis, and Gyro to partner Sean Derry. Um, they're all good, aren't they? They're all good contenders. Um, 
Yeah, well, I think there's a huge legacy that comes with Jerry Francis. It's, <laughs> you know, a leg, he, a, he leg com- he, a leg, a leg hairy. He's he's committed. He's committed for life to that. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm amazed he didn't get sick of just being having a wet neck for a few hours <laughs> after he had a haircut because that's that's where I drew that's where I drew the line, especially yeah. in a win, in a winter morning. I mean, yeah, it's and, fair. I, 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 I hope there's a picture of him somewhere he's put in a ponytail. I feel like he could have done that. I reckon he probably has at some point. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Let's go, Jerry. Okay. All right. Jerry's in. So we've got, uh, we've got the Mullet brothers in midfield. Der- we've got Derry and Jerry in, mid- in midfield. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, yeah. And then we've got, we're playing four across the middle. So effectively wing backs, but, you know, our back three could pretty much handle themselves. Um, Danny Butterfield on the right and Tilly Lombardo on the left. Um, with notable uh, mentions to Paul Warhurst and Gyro on the bench um, and Johnny Esther. And that is our midfield done. Shut up, baby! Let me see where you're coming from. Shut up, baby! Let me see. Hey! Good God! It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at penfed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Let's move on to our forward line. So we've got three uh, positions left. I've put, I've penciled in Townsend for one of these front three. Um, That's fair enough, yeah. But Richard, who have you got else in your forward line? Well, I've gone, um, you know, quite modern. I mean, there's one player we go, we, we almost mentioned earlier, Vince Hilaire, who also went a bit sort of um, bushy at one stage. Uh, and I think he talked about it a little bit in the team of the eighties talk as well. Uh, there's a lot of hair stuff going on there. Um, I mean, I think Wilf has changed his hair quite a bit over the years and he's done some pretty odd things with it, but you know, he, he's a reasonably good player. He's going to get away with it. So Wilf, yeah, is definitely in there because he's, you know, such a great player and he does muck about with his hair quite a bit, but, Possibly um, even above him, and we've only seen him a couple of times, but I've been very impressed with his play, but also his hair. Eze, he's got a nice haircut, mm. hasn't he? Yeah. Quite a lot of it. It looks quite heavy. Mm. You know when they've got all that lot of hair mm. and it's in big – I mean, I'd be weighed down by that. I'm only like walking around like this. But no, they seem to – he's quite sprightly, mm. old Everetti. So um, I'd put him in there as well. Do, do our, Jesse, do our players have to have played a certain amount of time? with the haircut before they qualify for the hair 11? I mean, I just think there needs to be a good picture of them with the haircut in a palace shirt to qualify. I think that's, that's about as deep as it gets. Wow. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, there's some interesting names in, in the mix here. Um, let me tell you, actually, Jesse, I've, got, I've only got two up front. So I've only got two, two people vying for places here. One's got a terrible haircut and one has no haircut, but I'd argue it's iconic. Ooh. The one with the terrible haircut... It's Marouane Shamak. Of course. Who, oh. I don't think he knew what he was doing. I'm, actually, I'm not even sure he cared, actually. I get the impression with Shamas that he just didn't care about anything. But he, it was it was sw- uh, sort of swiped over to one side with loads of gel at one point. There was a, 
a, a wisp of a mullet happening as well. It was receding, but also not. It was, lots of things were going on there with um, with Shamak's hair, which I believe are, is quite iconic, which is qualifying for this team. And the other one, and maybe this goes against the, the whole ethos of this hair 11, I don't know. But it is iconic, and it is what people would remember him for. And that's AJ, who famously mm. has no hair, but... If you think, if you give any, if you, if you said bald Palace player, I think he's the first person you'd think of. So I don't know, Jesse, if you, what you think about those two options and whether AJ even qualifies. Well, Chamax right up there. I mean, I think he rivals Lombardo for the captaincy. If I'm honest, <laughs> I think it's. I mean, I'd, I'd question his eyesight to be honest. If he can actually leave the dressing room and walk out onto a pitch in front of twenty five thousand people with that haircut, yeah, there's something seriously wrong so he's always been known for it as well in his Arsenal days and Bordeaux wherever else he was yeah he's just it's just about three haircuts in one isn't it <laughs> I just don't know what it I don't know what it is can't even compare it to anything so Chamax well up there for me okay not sh- I don't know about AJ I think there's only there's only enough room for one slap head in this team <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah that's fair <laughs> That's, that's, yeah. totally, that's totally fair. Uh, that's quite a good well, tagline. Have... It's a podcast, actually. <laughs> I've got one other to offer, which is extremely left field. You may even barely remember him. Uh, Gareth Gareth Taylor. <gasps> oh, we, I do yes. remember him. We signed him from Bristol Rovers, and yeah. he he had a torrid time. I think he he left us in bits. He only played twenty games, but and scored one goal. Um, even worse than Sawlot, I think. Yeah. <laughs> in terms of how he's going to be remembered, uh, but he just had uh, like Simon Jordan esque hair before mm. Simon Jordan was there, I think. And he just he just didn't look right, did he? He just looked a bit out of sorts. From, he looked up against it, winning up, winning over the Sawyer's faithful. So he just stood out as just a sort of square peg in a round hole. Um, and also, off, I think he brings a different. Hairstyle to the to the hair X the hair eleven. Was it, was it like a bowl cut from memory? Almost like a ninety. Was it an undercut? Bowl it was quite cut? Floppy? Was it floppy? Okay. Yeah, it's it's quite it, it was more like a Disney prince. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whatever that is. <laughs> I'll tell you one. I'll tell you another one. We could throw in. <laughs> tell you another one. You could throw in along the same lines. Patrick Banford. Yes, posh, very posh, much. posh boy hair. Hair looked like he was um, just came off the set of Brideshead revisited. Agreed. <laughs> and yeah. practiced his violin, mm. uh, and would... then he swans in and plays football, which is a bit weird. Yeah, yeah. I would say Gareth Taylor was the OG Bamford. Agreed. Yeah, yeah. The OG yeah. Disney Prince. Um, well, look. Okay, so we've got to pick. I think it's. I think we're agreed that Shemak is in there, aren't we? Oh, like one hundred. And I'd actually be happy giving him the captain's armband, to be honest. <laughs> really? Yeah. Ooh, that's controversial. So then we've got okay. to pick two players alongside him. I've penciled in Townsend for one of the left, yep. or left or right wing. We've then either got Gareth Taylor, Eze, Zaha, Vince Hilaire, or, or Johnny Esther could probably play out there as well. So, Richard, wh- where, where are you leaning towards there? Um... Out of those, I don't know. I, I, I'd like to put Wilf in there, really, because he has had some, I mean, mostly actually quite good haircuts, but he's changed. Yeah. The point is he's changed, and he's changed as a player because, you know, we remember when he first came to the team as a scrawny little 17-year-old yeah. or whatever he was, and now he's built 
and he's as strong as an ox, as he proved quite a few times against Manchester United. Um, and I just think his hair's, you know, he's changed it quite a lot, and it's quite. You, you sort of sometimes you look forward to seeing what Will's going to come up with next, um, a bit like Saka. So, for me, I would put Wilf in there. Jesse? Well, I quite liked your, your Townsend shout, just because it's, that's just quite a story, isn't it? Mm. It's, that's a documentary in that, the Townsend <laughs> hair story. Um, but, yeah, I can see the argument for Wilf as well. I'm not sure about Eze. I think he's still a bit too fresh as a Palace player. I think there's a lot more of a backstory with Wilf and Nandros. Mm. Um I've got another striker, but he is for the peroxide five side. Okay, of course, I have yeah. one as well for that. So let, let's move on to that. I think I think I'll, I'll, let, I'll leave you to decide, Jim, on that final striker. No, I, I agree with you guys. I think I think our hair eleven is actually sorted um, in terms of our forward line. Mm. I think our forward line now is uh, Maro and Shamak flanked by Andros Townsend and Wilfred Zaha. Which is, can you imagine that as a forward line? I mean, <laughs> the entertainment value be through the roof. Yeah. Um, so that before we go on to our peroxide five side, that means our final hair eleven is Julian Sproni in goal, a back three of Billy Gilbert, Mamadou Sacco, and Eric Young. A midfield four of Danny Butterfield, Sean Derry, Jerry Francis, Natilio Lombardo. What a midfield. And a forward line of Andrews Townsend, Marouane Schimak, and Zaha. And on our bench, Paul Warhurst. Uh, which Hinchelwood was it again? Paul Hinchelwood. Paul. Because there was another one, Martin, wasn't there? Martin, yeah. No, he didn't go. Um... Paul Hinchelwood, Rudy Haredman, <laughs> Jairo Riedeveld, uh, Johnny Esther, Vince Hill hair. I don't know, that's too obvious. Um, Eze and then Gareth Taylor. Right, as our bonus, uh, if this is a, a um, patron pod, this would be the bonus content, but we're going to chuck it in for free anyway because that's what we do. Jesse, let's compile our peroxide five-a-side. I think we've mentioned a few already, but why don't you take us through it? Well, I'll, I'll go with what I've got down and maybe we can swap a few in with whatever you guys have got to mind. So, clearly, in between the sticks, it's Gaeta. Yep. Um, he definitely uh, got bored and just sort of went to the went to Boots and bought something he shouldn't. Maybe he didn't know he was buying, but you know he's he's sort of faded away now. We can forgive him it. So Gaeta, obviously between the sticks. I think in defence, I did have Sacco, but I think he's been traded into the mm. the hair eleven. He's been so up the first in defence, got called up. Uh, so my only defender is Ryan McGovern. Oh my word! What a what a wow! Where did you pull yeah. that out, <laughs> Ryan McGovern? It just came to me. It just came to me. I just remembered him and Johnny Parr vying for the left back position for the beginning of the season, and I thought Johnny Parr was definitely legally blonde, but <laughs> uh, <laughs> legally blonde. <laughs> but Ryan McGovern was an Ill- illegally blonde. Um, <laughs> yeah, so he was the only defender I could think of. So I'm interested to hear who your uh, peroxide left back was, Jim. I don't. I don't have any defenders. Oh, my peroxide left okay. back. Oh, sorry, my yeah. peroxide left back. Of course, um, it's Patrick Van Aanholt. Yeah, of course. So yeah, you got yeah. Van Aanholt and McGovern vying for left back in the five-a-side team. <laughs> and then, then I had obviously Kabai. Yes, um, of course. Sort of Gaeta took his lead, I think. Yeah. Um, and then Churchich we spoke about, and my wild card drum roll is Kevin Doyle. Oh. Ke- was Kevin Doyle illegally blonde? Oh, he definitely he had, had streaks, a, didn't he? Yeah. Have streaks. Yeah. He might not have been full peroxide when he played for us. Maybe I remember him in an island shirt. Yeah, 
peroxide. But he was definitely from mind. that era, sort of mid two thousands, where everyone was dying yeah. their hair and putting streaks in, and I obviously was one of those. The, the strike. So I, I, I've got no one else different in my peroxide fiber side that I've been making notes as we've been doing this podcast. Um, but by striker is the one and only, and I, he, he only was blonde, I think, right at the start of his Palace career. So it's Clinton Hubert Morrison. Uh, I did wonder who, when he, I remember opening the program as a kid when I was just sitting sit in the family stand, looking at the youth team results, and there was this kid with a massive smile and peroxide blonde hair called Clinton Morrison, who was banging the goals in for the youth team. I remember thinking, I want to see that guy play for Palace. And a year or so later, he was coming off the bench, scoring at Sheffield United on his debut. I believe he was blonde then. I think he was blonde going into the next season, possibly when we when we. Played Liverpool in that in the League Cup in 2001. I think he was blonde then as well. So he's definitely been peroxide blonde for Palace. So um, I would have him as my striker, definitely. And I, I, when he was on the Yahoo show, I made the mistake of sharing him a photo of me as blonde. Um, so we, we share that in common. So that's another reason for me to get Clinton in there. No, very good shout. And uh, short-lived, but spectacular in terms of the peroxide. I did, I did have one other player... Pardew, didn't he go peroxide? Was he legally or illegally? done. Well, I, I think he accentuated it. <laughs> a bit like his talent. He <laughs> accentuated it. Um, and I did show you a picture earlier, and I remember this ridiculous haircut where he looks like he's put his fingers in the plug socket and he's got about 10,000 volts going through his body, that, uh, which that, we could use. We could use we that. We could later. use that. I think you need to put that picture up, Richard, because that the backstory to that is clearly that Pards knew he was having his picture taken. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the amount of gel that's gone into yeah. that, well, you'd, you'd probably be able he, to float the Navy on it or something. He thought about it all, he thought about it all morning before that photo shoot. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. true. Well, a Pards, I don't think Pards is going to get in the midfield of our five side because they've already got Churchish and Kabai, and I don't think anyone's ousting oh, them. Enough. What we've got the to decide scenes. is who our defender is. It's a toss-up, Jesse, between Ryan McGovern and Patrick Van Arnholt. Who are we going for? It's got to be PVA then, really. Yeah. I think as 90% of the people who listen to this podcast probably can't remember who Ryan McGovern is. I think that's probably a safe bet. My only memory of Ryan McGovern was he... So he joined in that 2011 12 season possibly but then we when we went to Sheffield United the season later or something he was no sorry Bristol City he was back at Bristol City and Wilf tore him an absolute new one I think Wilf nutmegged him with a back flick or something and scored a goal I'll look at it online but it was Ryan McGovern that got torn to pieces then so that's my only memory of him playing for Palace um so let's put PVA in so that means Jesse that our peroxide five aside spin-off <laughs> team and I mean imagine coming up against these guys um is Guaita in goal PVA at the back, roaming around. Churchage and Kabai midfield. And Clinton Morrison up top. What do you make of that, Jesse? I like it. I think Simon Jordan would be the cat, would be the manager, player manager. <laughs> yes. So, player manager. He did play. He has played at Sellers, doesn't he? Yeah. He played at Wembley. He scored the first goal ever at the no, New that Wembley. that was Mark Bright. In that. It was in a charity game. Oh, you're right. It was Mark Bright in a charity game. Yeah, game. I think he did. Jordan played in that game. I think he game, did, but it was yeah. Brighty in the same game. I think game. he claimed he scored the oh, first goal. Of course goal. he did. Of course yeah. he did. 
Um, guys, well, that brings to the end of this uh, Produce Hot Pants uh, spin-off episode. I mean, we have covered so many bases there. There's been so much <laughs> hair chat, but I think we've pretty much uh, delved into all the uh, the big hair histories there, Richard, um, from Palace. I think we've we, we've formed two really decent teams there. Oh, God, yeah. I mean, <clears throat> both 11-a-side and the peroxide 5-a-side are just stunning, <laughs> aren't they? I mean, you'd... You'd want to watch it without even watching the football because you just watch the hair. Indeed. I mean, it's fantastic. Uh, and they'd have to be played at Cell Hair Park. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Sorry. I've been thinking about You've been using great puns, and I was thinking, I can't be left behind. I have been left behind. Sorry. We've got to get the pictures together of these two teams. Yes. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's get Carl to mock up. Uh, mock yeah, up some, some pictures for Twitter and Instagram. Um, Gustav, lads, thank you very much. And of course, it remains uh, to be said that if any of our listeners have got any other suggestions for hair uh, players, for the Hair 11 or Proxide 5 side, do get in contact with us. Tweet us at FYP Fanzine. Uh, we're on Instagram and Facebook as well, or email us contact at fypfanzine.uk. And a reminder of our sponsors this week it's graphic designer Matthew J.I. Wood, who is offering a discount on his beautiful football prints and canvases just for FYP listeners. Use the code FYP20 at the checkout for 20% off prints and canvases until October the 31st, 2020. And to have a look at his fantastic range of prints, visit matthewjiwood.com or follow him on Twitter at Matthew J. Iwood. And thank you to Matthew for sponsoring this episode of Pardew's Hot Pants. Good. Lads, thanks for joining us. Uh, we'll be back next month with another uh, Pardew's Hot Pants. Possibly Facial Hair 11. Richard, we'll, 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 we'll see. Yeah, I mean, uh, there, there's plentiful opportunities there, aren't there? Because lots of people have it. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm quite excited about that. But we also have another couple of ideas we do. from some of the listeners. And again, it, this. So, yeah. We've got content. Indeed. That's the good and news. If, <laughs> always good. And if any listeners do have suggestions for other Pardew's Hot Pants themed episode, uh, please do get in contact. Uh, and that's it. Thanks very much for listening. Uh, enjoy the rest of your week. Enjoy your hair. And we'll see you again soon. Goodbye. When I deployed, I didn't realize that even the air we were breathing was dangerous. Veterans like us are now eligible for new VA care and benefits based on when and where we served. Apply today. Visit va.gov slash PACT. Sports Social Podcast Network.